and sisters, it's Shahida here and um, we're continuing today with the marriage topic. So this is part two um, with our brother Isa. So for those who've just joined, I would encourage you to listen in to part one um, so you can then understand and get more value from this podcast. So, um, Asalaamu As Alaikum Isa. Wa Alaikum Asalaam Wa Thank you for coming back on again. Should we do our disclaimer again? You Lisa, can do the because... disclaimer, yes, for your one, for yourself, and obviously I'll do my disclaimer. Yeah, that's fine, inshallah. Okay, so my disclaimer is that we are literally, me and Isa, are literally just two humans, um, just giving our take on life and just based on our journey. So please don't take anything um, to heart, and um, yeah, and just take what you can from our experiences. Is it my, right, yes, my disclaimer? Yes, okay, my disclaimer is, um, as I mentioned in part one, is that uh, obviously I'm not a qualified imam, so please, please, anybody listening <laughs> to this, do not take me as a source of knowledge at all. And this is not me just trying to act humble. Um, alhamdulillah, obviously, I've been fortunate enough to be um, involved in working in mental health for X amount of years. So I'm basically giving my intake from my very little encounter in mental health and probably a raw reality to be honest, of what men generally think. It doesn't mean, as I said, that all men are the same. You can't paint the brush for everybody, but we call it generic. So hopefully it will allow, obviously, sisters and females to sort of get a perspective of men and why men might behave in a certain way from a man's perspective. Yeah, do you know what? I totally agree. And um, and this is what we like. We want literally a guy's perspective and we I'm want it to the be secrets, raw. as they say. The, yeah, the, the, the secrets, secrets that men have. We have this like book of secrets that all men know. We call it like a like golden rule book between yeah. us men. So and I'm this is you. Revealing these things. Yeah. So sisters, don't tell anyone. This is our little secret. The open okay. secret. <laughs> so are we ready to continue with our question so again for those who haven't listened to part one um i gave out uh, I, I sent out a post on our muslim women global network asking sisters to send in questions relating to looking for husband um about the app any questions related to marriage really just to get a guy's take on things so we're just going to continue on those questions so isa mm -hmm. um my next question is from a sister from gambia okay. and she's saying that why does the romance fizzle out after marriage? And why do men not make an effort? Boy, that is a good question. Okay, um, I think uh, romance uh, tends to fizzle out uh, for men after marriage because unfortunately, and as I said, these are raw realities. And I'm sure it's similar to, to females as well. But again, we're to, I'm talking about a man's perspective, but it can obviously be rolled out to females as well that people tend to, fizzle out the romance is because a lot of people have had pre-marital romance meaning and this is not me as i said here uh, scolding anybody I'm, I'm not here to scold anyone i'm just saying that a lot of people as i said what they tend to do is they prior to marriage have that whole excitement of getting to know someone um and it's that whole excitement and as soon as they get married it fizzles out because people tend to make less effort because psychologically they have this concept of i've got this person mm. they're mine now Therefore, I don't need to impress them. And I think it's important, again, for people to revisit and um, ignite the fire, really. I mean, I, I, I mean, I would promote it. You know, you can, there's actually a talk on this by a sheikh I listened to years back about prophetic, the prophet, peace be upon him, and his concept of marriage and romance. So therefore, people should look into these subjects prior to marriage in order to keep that fire within a relationship. And as I said, if a sister wants to know why her husband has stopped, there's no harm in her leading the way. She can reignite that fire by doing things to keep their marriage alive, as they say, and refreshed. And hopefully her husband would follow suit. But why men tend to do that is because, as I said, they become lax. You know, they, they become not bothered mm. with, because of the mentality of, I've got her. She's mine now. And when someone thinks that they've got something, they don't chase it. But prior to marriage, he doesn't think that. Psychologically, he's thinking, oh, my God, I need to impress her. I need to impress her. But what people should be doing is in marriage, throughout their whole life, they should, in their marriage life, they should always be thinking, how can I keep it exciting? How can I keep it alive, as they say? 100%. So, it's that mental, I call it, it's a mental state. When people get into that mental state, they become lazy. Mm. You know, and then that leads them to do actions of, I'm not bothered. 
who cares what I look like? You know, who cares, you know, if I don't take care of my personal appearance? I mean, I can give countless examples. As I said, being observant of these things and he's seeing it and hearing it that, you know, you have classic examples of people becoming overweight, which is a problem. You know, women feeding their men to the point they're killing them <laughs> and them attending so many family functions. You know, you're not helping the cause. No. The woman is feeding him to the point where she's killing him. Mm. You know, she's not helping the cause. You know, people tend to, and I, this is a me going back to females. And again, it's not me scolding the sisters. A lot of women, when they get married, and I've seen this in marriages that I've sort of counseled where a woman, once she gets married, you know, she's at home, she's the homemaker. And when her husband comes home, she's wearing the most, and I mentioned this actually before, she <laughs> wears the most atrocious dress that she can find which is the one she wears while she's cooking so she thinks of the cooking smell and she feels that's the that's the dress she needs to wear when her husband walks in now with all due respect if that's the dress he sees his wife in every evening i mean why would he be interested to make an effort yeah because people so reflect true. what they see if she yeah. makes an effort i promise you men will make it if you ask me as a man yeah you know if i ha- if, if i was with my spouse and she's always making an effort, you know, she's leading the way. I'm telling you, people respond to these things. You know, they say we have imitating behaviors as human. If a woman, you know, looks after herself, if a woman makes an effort, the man would probably, inshallah, do the same. Whereas if she's not bothered, mm. men will imitate this behavior. They will be like, well, she's not bothered. Why should I be bothered? She's sitting there watching TV and not caring. I'm yeah. just going to do the same. That is so true. And you know what, sisters out there, we make we do make an effort when we go outside. We literally make our we wear our best clothes and we make an effort. But it's so important to make more effort, if actually more effort at home. Like dress Listen, up sister, for your husband. I'm, I'm gonna be frank. Now I said I'll give the raw reality. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, there's no harm in looking good when you're out and about everyone, you know, Islam talks about yeah. being presentable. But when I say make an effort. Don't make an effort when you're going out. There's no one out there to make an effort for. Yeah. Make an effort when you're at home. The person you need to make an effort for is in your household, which is your husband. And, you know, it's not about you being a slave to him or, you know, people concluding that I'm saying you're, you know, your man's um, servant. No, it's the fact that ultimately the man you want is in your home. So if he has nothing to come home to and he's not looking forward to it, then to be honest, he's not going to make an effort. And as I said, you have to understand how men psychologically work. I'm not saying the way we as men's psychology work is, is something that is pleasing to a woman. Women might find this as a disturbing reality, mm. but men have a certain psychological state. You know, they look at the world through their eyes. I mean, read books on psychology. Men tend to look at the world through their eyes. What they see is what attracts them. Women are more tendent towards, you know, a man's emotions and feeling loved and cared. You never see two, three men sitting in a park talking about emotions. No, do you know what? Like that you, is, will see, yeah. you will see men sitting in a park in twos yeah. and threes talking about how a woman looks. That's it's, just men. Yeah. You might not like it, sisters, but that's how. So that's why if a woman makes an effort, inshallah, then hopefully the man will follow suit. And again, if he doesn't, because I know men might not, yeah. that goes back to going into the concept of how do I amend my relationship? Do I need to seek counseling? Do I need to seek support? Every, obviously, relationship has a different solution but the generic solution is make an effort yourself you set the standard and then the men will follow suit and that's all again goes back to the quranic verse allah will not change the condition of the people and they until they change themselves so you can use and extract a lesson from this verse although it doesn't apply to specifically marriage but change yourself in terms of your condition and allah will change your environment and surrounding it's so true that's such a valid point like making an effort is so important and you know, it's and it just deepens that relationship as well. And you're spending your I'm whole life with this person. I'm about obviously your 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 dress code. I'm talking about in all ways. You know, make an effort in terms of doing something for your husband, like something he likes. Not not what's yeah. written. People need to get away from just reading books and implementing books. Your husband is not a book. No. Your husband is his own individual self. If yeah. he likes certain things, like for example, he likes watching football. Sisters, get with the program. Watch football with him. Well, we don't like football, Isa. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, matter we what don't you... want to watch football. No, but, you know, this is what I said. You know, it's about and to understand a relationship is to understand romance. Romance is about loving what your lover loves. 
if your lover loves something, you should love that as well. So when your lover, for example, your husband loves football, love football or at least pretend to. I would find that really hard. But this is how you win his heart over. There just must like be some football. other things because football no, just put doesn't. Yourself in the, you know, they say put yourself in the shoe. If a sister likes going shopping, I'm sure she'll like it yeah. if her husband accompanies her and shows some interest. If she likes photography, if yes, she likes yes, 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 yes. You know, the man should show some interest in her likes. Yes. If she likes football, show some interest. You might not need to read up on it, but just, you know, just show some interest. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that, that's really good. Woo. You know, when he's celebrating, celebrate with him. Why can't it be that it's just that's his moment? Him, that's his time. No, if he wants his own moment, most yeah. women might. But what I'm saying is, if he has asked you, yo, I'm watching the game, yeah. do you want to watch it with me? You know, that's okay. his invitation that he wants invitation. to Invitation. I suppose that's an invitation, isn't it? Yeah. Accept the invitation, be like, yeah, I'll watch you. And show some interest. At the end of the day, if you're going to be with your spouse, it's not about what you do. It's about yeah. who you're with. So while you're with him or her, show some interest in their activity. If you're going to the museum, show some interest if you're watching football show some interest if you're going shopping show some interest that's very valid i like the way you flipped it and put it onto the girls about and shopping and as well like you're talking, no, yeah. I'm talking from a if i went yeah. shopping with a woman to be honest i would show some interest i'll be honest i'm not interested at makeup and none of that stuff at all but no. just for the sake of it i'll just show some interest I'm, oh yeah yeah that yeah that's what you have to do why, of... why can't men just be honest anyway? Why can't they just say what they... No, sometimes we have a thing called a white lie. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's the concept of you're not lying, but you know, you're, you're doing something for the betterment of your relationship. You're not interested in football or something like this, but because the one you love loves it, yeah, you will show some interest. Because it's not about loving that thing. It's about you're making them feel like their interests are important to you. Yeah. That's the whole point, to make someone feel important that, okay, do you know what? Valued, yeah. And it's, you know, it's valuable to them. I'm going to make them feel valued. I'm going to do those things with them. I like that. So would you go shopping with your future wife and pretend to oh, enjoy it? To. Yes, I would. I would. Would you? I would, I would okay. have a gleaming smile. Okay. <laughs> I, would, I would have a gleaming smile. Okay. Well, that's I'm going to be called upon when the when the card has to be given it on the counter anyway but i would have a gleaming smile as i'm handing over my card to the individual on the counter as i'm paying for everything okay do you know what this ties in nicely with the next bit how can we get a man to open up about his feelings rather than him bottling it up and this is from a sister from turkey so just to give you some background he doesn't open up at all he doesn't he just kind of keeps it all inside and he'll just be a bit moody and she'll feel like it's something that she's done when actually she hasn't done anything. But then the whole atmosphere in the house is all like cloudy and foggy. Um, for the sister who's obviously asking this question is to recognise that men, we don't open up in general. You know, this is a universal fact. And this is why I work in this field of mental health that mm -hmm. we have a very taboo thing that it's not masculine to open up to your feelings. I know things are changing. I know things are changing. Mm. More men are opening up around their feelings and mental health. And it's becoming, there's a bit of awareness. But in general, I mean, as I said, because I work in this field, I know men don't open up. As I mentioned, you're not going to get three, four men in a park talking about their feelings and emotions. You know, if, if you want to know as women why men don't open up, it's because it's seen as unmasculine. Mm. You know, if a man calls his friend and says, I need to talk to you, about how I feel, he'll probably get a verbal slap. <laughs> if I'm going to be quite frank. I mean, I'm talking to her as a man. If I called up one of my friends and I said, look, I need to talk to you. And he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, things are happening in my relationship. I'm, I'm, I'm hurt. Men are, don't, are not as empathetic towards other men. It's just not the state of men. You know, we've mm. lost empathy. It's just how the world is. And also it's deemed as unmasculine because sometimes it's seen as a feminine trait. Mm. therefore if a woman wants to understand why is it happening it happens across the board now if she wants to help her husband that's an individual case she can of course attempt as i said to speak to him when things are well meaning while he's happy you know they say when a man's happy he might open up a bit more so mm. you know, it, I'll give an example you know after they've had a nice evening 
you know, he, it's everything's rosy. He's happy. He's joyful. You know, you've given him his best food. His tummy is full and all, etc. Then you can ask him in a sort of way, because obviously she knows her husband best. Then she can say, look, you know, the other day you seemed a bit upset. Is everything okay? Now, if a man says everything's okay, take his word for it. Everything is okay. The more you pressure him to talk, you're actually escalating the argument. But he then how do you get him to open up then? No, but he will talk to you when he's ready. And if he, if he doesn't open up, it's because he in his head has decided what I'm going to say, it's not affecting me enough to tell okay. my wife. And okay. it could be that he feels more comfortable to talk to someone else. Some men, like I said, they feel more comfortable to maybe speak to one specific guy. Or some men, like I said, they go and, you know, seek comfort in, in, in a random stranger at work. Yeah. Could be, you know, so that's, that's how men are. Like I said, men are different. You know, women feel more comfortable speaking to their close friends. You know, men are different. It, mm. it, it's, it's, it's just the way things are. I mean, you can't change that. No. You're fighting a lost cause, basically. If she wants to, as I said, if, if there are problems within her marriage, in terms of look, him not opening up is leading to marri- you know, marital discord, then of course she should attempt to get him to speak, as in to open up. If she can't, as I said, people should seek counselling. You know, I can't emphasise the importance of seeking marriage counselling. Counselling does not mean that your marriage has problems. Mm. Sometimes you can seek marriage counselling even when your marriage is perfect. Yeah. Because counselling is another form of advice. It, it's, it's almost like learning how to improve your relationship. You know, I work with non-Muslim clients and colleagues who they go to marriage workshops even when their marriage is completely fine. Yeah, because they want it to flourish even more. Yeah, they want it to flourish more. Marriage is a working progress. You know, it's it's working. It is. So the sister can, as I said, seek marriage workshops. Now I know men don't attend. I'm aware of that. But as I said, there's ways to get men to these workshops. They call it indirect ways to get a man to do something. Like you don't need to tell him, yeah, listen, let's go um, to this workshop. Men will probably, Mm. probably say no. If someone asks me. You know, if a woman asks me, do you want to go to a workshop? I, as a man, I might be like, no, I don't need help. Because they don't <laughs> yeah. want to be, but they need help. But if you yeah. sort of say, oh, yeah, you know what? There's some event going on. You don't even specify what it is. Oh, do you know, you know, there's a nice meal and or whatever, or something like that. <laughs> you, you have to almost, like I say, reel in the man with what he likes. Sell it to them. <laughs> yes. Like I said, this is how men operate. You, look, yeah. the example is, Alhamdulillah, I've, I've, I've volunteered in organizations where we have tried setting up Islamic events. Now, mm. whenever I distribute these leaflets or I sort of sell it or I broadcast it and I speak about, oh, there's an event. I'll be honest, if I go in front of an audience of men, I don't sell the speaker. What I turn and say is, guys, there's going to be a three-course meal, biryanis on the house. <laughs> but my intent is I want to get them to the event because I want them to hear the speech. Yeah, the thing I'm reeling them in with is the biryani. Yeah, that is such a great idea. And, and do you know what? what? Another and as Sorry, a spouse, you on. can do that. You can sort of yeah. loop your spouse in with what they like. Yeah. So, yeah. And also, sisters, I think creating that environment and maybe setting that tone from the beginning, especially when you're looking for an, a new guy. Maybe exactly. setting that stone where you, do you know what? Let's be open with each other because that's the only way you're going to, your relationship's going to deepen and flourish. If you're not talking, communication's like the, it's the main thing. Without communication, there is no marriage. I can't see yeah, it. You're both floating. This, you're one, floating. You know, this goes back to what I said in session one that people should know who they're marrying by asking yeah. the right questions. If a sister wants to know if there's a good spouse and who should, they should marry, ask these things. When you, prior to marrying someone or agreeing to marry them, Ask them. So in terms of your communication, you know, X, Y, and Z, see how they communicate. See if there's someone that's in touch with their, you know, feelings, etc. If that's something yeah. to you, you know. It's so important. A job, and I'm sure all the sisters listen, they do this. When they go for a job, mm. they want to know how much the salary is. They want to know what time the job starts, what time the job ends how many breaks they get in, in their job. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to know everything. They want to know what uniform. Is there a pay, you know, do they get extra pay on a bank holiday? How many annual leaves they have? How many sick leaves they can take in a year? Look at it. They just went for a job and they asked like a bazillion questions on their contract. Yeah. Because the job is a contract. Marriage is a nikah. It's a contract. How many questions are they asking? Brother, what's your favorite TV show? <laughs> it's got no relevance no. To, to the 
the Nikah contract yeah. is not going to be affected with what his favorite TV show. But if you ask him, brother, what's your views on children? That will affect your Nikah contract. I like that. It's asking so those open questions. Contract. Yeah. Yeah. That is so Asking good. relevant questions and knowing who you're marrying as best as you can. And you know what? Communication is the key. I mean, you want to go to your husband for all your problems. Rather than go to your friend and then moan about your husband to them, you want to go to your husband for your problems. He needs to be your best friend. And he needs to come to you or feel like he can come to you without you. And we create that space, by the way. So if they come to you and then you're going to go negative or you respond in a certain way, they're not going to come to you again. So whatever it is that they say, yeah. It, it, look, you know, I, I'll be honest. I, I wouldn't approach a woman if I don't feel I can speak to her. If I, yeah. if I, you know, if I had a spouse sitting, you know, opposite me, and suddenly, you know, I want to speak to her, and I'm thinking, you know, what, if I tell her this is embarrassing, and she's gonna laugh about it, because men, as I said, they're very quick to um, go in their shell. Some men, what they lose, they won't open up for something, and women should be aware of this. A man might not open up every day. Suddenly, he decides, yep, I'm gonna tell her something that's really personal to me. And what I've seen is a lot of women because they're not used to their husband or spouse opening up, when their man doesn't open up, they'll crack a joke. Yeah. Like, that's the worst time to crack a joke. Yeah, that is so true. He basically has come and said, it's taken him a month to finally have the courage to say something like, you know what? I, you know, I'll get quite emotional. Or whatever he wants to yeah. disclose. A woman decide that that specific time, apparently that's the best time to crack a joke. We just have to show empathy, and that's what it is. You, Compassion, empathy. You, that you know, they say uh, you, when your man opens up, you make sure you're on red alert. Like, yeah. it's like a police officer who's ready. That you know, what? he's opening up. I better be. I better pay all my attention. He may never open up again. Yeah. You give him that attention as best as you can at that time. Cracking jokes, being sarcastic, asking him why he feels like that is not what he wants to hear. No. He just wants you to listen. Some of the things he might say is the most stupidest, or could be sorry, the most things that you might not understand but ultimately that's how he feels that's the same with girls by the way like sometimes when we want it when we tell our partners things we don't want them to save us we don't want them to go and fight our battles we just want them to just listen and maybe just comfort us and that's it we don't we don't need them to do anything else and i think it works both ways we just want comfort and sometimes it feels like they, we don't need them to solve that problem. We just need them at that moment in time. All we want is them to comfort us and say, it's okay. Or don't worry Having about it. That, again, I know this might cause things, but we men tend to want to be problem solvers. It's like a tendency we have. Yeah. When someone tells us, I've got a problem, like even me as a man, when someone yeah. tells me a problem, I'll give, I have this bad habit, I want to solve it. I'll be like, so what's the problem? And they'll be like, oh, I've got a problem with this. And it's a habit. I'm still working on where I'm like, oh my God, they actually just want me to listen. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And that's a, such it. a secret. But it's just helping out. Like I said, this is a man's general psychological state. He hears a problem. He wants to fix it. But that's, let's go back to in-laws. Because um, there's a lot of sisters that are living with in-laws and having issues with their mother-in-law. And it could work both ways. Now, if there's a beef going on between the mother-in-law and the, and the actual, the wife, yeah. she goes and tells her husband, she doesn't expect him to go and have a big war with his mum. All she wants to do is at that time is vent out and tell him how she feels. And all she wants from him is for her to just, for him to just comfort and say, do you know what? I'm sorry you're going through that. And just comfort her. We don't need him to go and have a go at his mum. No one wants that. And we don't need him to go and, side with her or anything like that if it's if it depends what the situation is if it is really bad yeah maybe he could step up but again like you said men don't but at that moment in time all we want really is just them to comfort us and say do you know what show a little bit of empathy and just say i'm sorry you're going through that or i totally understand that and just be there for her comfort her i mean like i said it, it's it's what obviously women want and but that's why it goes back to what i said in session one that then look for a man who's empathetic before marriage. Yeah, that's you know, very valid. I'm not scold anyone and say, oh, you know, you dug yourself a hole. What I'm saying is, yeah. anyone that's looking to get married, seek these qualities. Find yeah. men that are empathetic. Yeah, it's you, so important. It really is. Who do have empathy. It's just, these are the things you need to seek out. It might mean that you might have to um, sacrifice other things 
So there might be a quality where maybe he doesn't earn enough wealth or maybe he's not the best looker or maybe yeah. he's not as tall as you want him to be or maybe mm. he's not as short as you might want him to be or whatever you're seeking. Mm. Empathy. That's why I said it's the concept of balance that, okay, where they fail in one or they lack in one quality yeah. in another. And things like empathy, uh, softness towards children, because obviously if you're getting married, uh, ideally or at some point you may want to obviously have children. Yeah. Inshallah. So these are the things people should look for in a marriage. These are the qualities people should look for rather than what we tend to look for in mm. this day and age. Hollywood and Bollywood. Yeah, it's so true. It is so true. And I loved what you said about that. Like, look for those qualities beforehand. Um, because, by the way, it affects you mentally. This sister, um, I'm not going to say, I'm not saying who it is. And by the way, loads of people, loads of sisters, not just one person. It's affecting her so much that it's affecting her mentally. And she's trying to have a baby, as in they're trying to conceive. And it's a, when it affects, anything affects mentally, affects you, your whole body. That means if you're trying to have a baby, that's going to affect you there as well. So it's, it's an area that we, if men can't, yeah, you're right. It's finding someone who's, who's empathetic. And if they're not, and you're already in a marriage, just maybe tell him that. Just be, yeah, have that conversation. Like Open up with yourself. Yeah. Be the mirror to what you want him to be. And yeah. if he's not responding in a positive way, as, uh, you know, and I, I know I keep saying this, go and seek support because there is support out there for everybody. People shouldn't assume support isn't there. I know we don't have as much support as we should, but inshallah, there are a lot of organizations, a lot of institutes, and a lot of people out there who are doing all this amazing work. And it could be both for Muslims and non-Muslims alike. Yeah. I've, I've worked with many non-Muslim professionals and organizations who do amazing work. No, I absolutely agree. Okay, let's go to the next question. Um, so this one is from a sister from America. And she's saying, what are the red flags when a girl seems too pushy? So basically, just a background. She sent an email to a guy and he hasn't responded. This is a guy who she's looking, she wants to get married to a potential. Um he hasn't responded. Now, she doesn't want to, she wants to know how many times she should email before he seems like, he seems to think that she's being pushy. Okay. Uh, does she want my raw, honest advice? I, we want raw. She should not email him again. And I'll tell you why. What happened if his cat's you? gone missing or something? No, no, no. See, that means you don't want the raw advice. You want to give your... No, no, no. Advice. I want the raw. I want raw. It's okay. Sorry. The raw advice or the, the we call it the realistic advice yeah i'm not giving like an imam's answer no because imam's not there to tell you how to ascertain a relationship with a yeah. man that's not your husband yeah but i can tell you the reality is being a man and growing up in the uk you know being around these environments i'm probably being one of those men who probably would not have responded mm. to I'm <laughs> okay. just just don't reply because look if a man's interested like, look, I'm putting myself in the shoes. Yeah. If I'm interested after a woman, men will chase it. A man will chase what he wants. And one thing men do chase is women. Because it's in the Quran. It's something that is legislated. Allah in the Quran himself affirms this, that men chase the love of women. Therefore, be in no doubt. If a man wants you, he's going to chase you. You don't need to prompt him. He's going to chase you. Now, if he doesn't chase you, he doesn't come after you. It could be he's not interested. It could be things are not going well for him. It could be he's at a time where he doesn't know what he wants. But the point is, the end product is still the same. At yeah. this very moment in his, in his junction of his life, he right now does not see you as a priority. Now, why would you even want to enter a marriage when you're not number one? You know how I said to you in session one, if you, you know, you, you're, you're putting your, you're setting some precedents, some cultures, if you now set the culture that I'm going to chase you as a woman, expect that in your marriage when you do marry him. Yeah. Now, no woman wants that. No woman, I'm sure, in this podcast that's listening would want a husband where she has to keep chasing him, etc. Mm. So if you know these are the habits now, these are red flags that hold on. I'm showing interest. He's not even responding. Have, you know, I call it, have some self on us. You know, dignify yourself mm. and say, you know what? I've done my part. You know, they say, I've, I've done my part. Yeah. I, you know, I've said that I've told him I've got an interest. At the end of the day, if he's interested, he'll contact me. If he's not interested, which seems to be the case at this very moment, for whatever reason, the woman is too valuable to chase him. 
I agree with you. You are, you know, you are as you, you are as, as how you, basically, you are as how you define yourself. Yes. If you see yourself as worthy, the man will see you as worthy. We are high standard women. <laughs> All right, I'm not, I'm not sitting at a placard here. What I'm saying is, if you, if you, for example, dignify yourself and sort of say, do you know what, I'm worth an X amount, a man yeah. will do the same. You know, this 100%. is how men are. You know, when, when men see a woman lower herself or sort of degrade yeah. her, men will do the same. Whereas if a man thinks, you know, I can't do that with that woman, you know, she's got self-respect. Yeah. She doesn't tolerate abuse. She doesn't tolerate X, Y, and Z. He knows he won't be able to do that because you won't let him in the first place. I like that. So, so do, don't reply back. <laughs> you need to set the bar. I'm a okay. thing to I know. Set your bar. standards, sister. I totally agree with you there. Like, we I'm not should telling set her what, what I'm saying is she sent an email. Yeah. Because obviously you mentioned she sent an email. Yeah. If the brother don't respond, yep. who cares? Okay. Six she has she's people. got her heart set on this one. No, but... no, the point is, sister, okay. you've got six billion people. Let me t- tell you the maths. Okay. Six billion people. Six billion. I just want to get across that uh, figure. Well, apparently in America it's harder. No, no, but six billion on the earth. Allah, at the end of the day, if you restricted yourself to America, Allah expanded the earth to six billion plus. Okay. Allah did not say you have to marry someone in America. You have decided to do that. Yeah. Allah has expanded the earth for you. From the six billion, Allah has made at least two billion men. Mm. How is she being, un, you know, what they call hopeless, that Allah will not give her one man? Yeah, you're right. So, sister, that, do that not send another email. You know, and like I said, I personally would not send another email. If she wants to, I'm not saying she shouldn't. It's just not like a forbidden thing. Yeah. What I'm saying is she she's, she is basically psyching herself up for being hurt. Because yeah. when she sends that email, she's going to expect him expect to respond. Now, it, yeah. it, she's going to get broken again. Mm. You know, they say the believer doesn't get stung twice. She got stung once by sending the email, no response. Learn from the lesson. Don't send another one and get stung twice. Because then the third time, no one's going to feel sorry because everyone's like, well, you did it before. Yeah. You told not to. Don't get stung twice. No. You've sent the email. He knows he received it. He can respond in due time. And don't have hope in him. That's another thing I would say. Because the more she has hope in him, mm. the more she's being prone to getting hurt. That is so true. She needs to sort of say, do you know what, I've mentally sort of say to herself, do you know what, I've sent it. You know, I've done what I can. If he's interested, he'll respond. And if he doesn't hate, you know, yeah. you the time. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not sitting here on this podcast saying it's easy. You know, it's very easy for me to see. Yeah. Oh, it is really hard. hard. Of course it's, it's hard. One of the really hardest hard. things to not get a relationship that you want. That's one of the hardest, if not the hardest thing. Yeah. But that's why Allah puts you in these things. Because you're going to be tested with what you love and what you want. Yeah, no, that's so true. And do you know what? So she's being tested with if, what she wants. If it's meant to be, or be. I honestly yes. believe in that. If it was meant to be, it's not going to... He'll get that email, he'll respond, and he'll come to you. But if it's not meant Allah to be, be, sister... You know, the sister could look at it as a positive. You yeah. know, they say, looking at the glasses half uh, full rather than half empty. 100%. Allah could be detaching her from what is disturbing her from connecting with Allah. Yeah. Her heart could be attached to this man or the potential of wanting this man. Allah could just detach her from this because Allah wants her to turn to him as yes. in Allah and not this human. Yes. So Allah detaches certain slaves from others to attach the, that slave to Allah himself. I People believe have to understand in that there so are much. breakups to attach to Allah. Allah yeah. causes breakups so then that servant can attach himself or herself to Allah. So if she's being detached from someone, it's because Allah is wanting her to attach him herself to Allah. To Allah first. Yeah, I totally understand. Um, 100% agree with you there. Let's go to the next one question. So what um, what causes, this one kind of ties in with that one as well. What causes a man to lose interest after one week of deep conversations? So this is from a sister from Canada. So just a bit of background. She's spoken to this guy for one week on the app. He seemed really nice. He's so interested. They've had their long conversations. And then after one week, um, he kind of loses his interest. Him? He hasn't. She hasn't met him yet. It's all via messages and phone calls. Okay, this is my advice, and I said this. And she couldn't meet him because of coronavirus. Okay. This okay. is very okay. up to date, by the way. Yeah. So okay. because, but I um, think in well, this, Canada, this is my general lifting. advice. Yeah. 
obviously I'm aware that obviously there's coronavirus yeah. and um, it's difficult, but this is my general advice because I'm giving general advice. Yeah. Uh, I, I would advise any people or any person, obviously I'm advising the podcast and you said it's for sisters. Yes. So basing it on obviously the sister, if a sister shows wants to look for a spouse, she should try arranging a meeting as soon as possible. That's me personally saying it. Yeah. As I said, I'm not telling you religiously mm. you need to. I would just say personally as a man, try to arrange a meeting as soon as possible. Why I say this, from both experiences as well as what I've seen in eight years in this field, because look, when you show interest, you're talking to someone for X amount of days and weeks. As soon as there's some mutual attraction or mutual interest, I think it's more proficient in terms of getting to know someone when you just meet them. Because men are like this. Sometimes what they'll do is they'll drag stuff. And when you meet someone, you will know if someone is serious. Because there must have been some sort of mutual interest when mm. you talk to them. And personally, as a man, if you ask me, what I would do is I would speak to a potential spouse. And once there's a mutual interest, I would see them as soon as possible. I'm not telling sisters to, you know, go alone and start traveling and meeting men. That's not what I'm advocating. What I'm saying is do it in a safe space, in a safe setting. If that means to obviously take your brother or etc., do that. That's how it used to work back in the days in marriage. Yeah. People used to be interested and they would meet face-to-face, human contact. Yeah. Because that spark remains. You've seen them. You know, there's a spark. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, they seem all right. Oh, that was a nice meeting. It's like now when you go meet your friends, you have a much more enjoyable time yeah. when you meet them in face. Imagine I said to you, you're going to socialize with your friends via video call. Yeah. I mean, use the COVID-19 as, a, as an example. Who is having all this fun quarantined video calling their friends? Yeah. So similarly, when you're looking for a spouse, as soon as possible, meet them because that keeps an interest. And that also keeps a woman safe from consuming time with someone that is maybe not serious and also from building an attachment with someone when you don't know who they are. That's very good advice. But what about the fact that they lose interest after one week? Um, if, they were, if they're losing interest, it could be that um, sometimes a man, mm. um, it's unfortunate men do this and we do, do <laughs> stuff like this, um, Sometimes men, you know, when they show an interest initially to a woman yeah. and they speak to them once or twice for two, three days, they say, um, let's say they, they, they hear something or they don't, they don't sort of have interest or they've lost interest because something is not compatible. Yeah. Men find it very hard to let go of a woman or tell her that things are not working out. Yeah. So what they'll do is, and I, like I said, I'm, I'm telling you as a man, that's what us men do. We'll drag something and just keep dragging it and hoping that the woman will almost get the hint, you know hint. Say, get the hint, hint that look, I'm not yeah. responding to your calls as much and I know it's not nice by the way no Any it's not nice I know it's not nice I know brothers who don't message back it's not a nice feeling but it's just the way you know they say sometimes you just have to accept your circumstance okay do you know what the brother's not showing interest I'm worth too much right now yeah I'm off you know they say you need to kind of shun this idea that you know, this need that you need a man to respond or you need to give yeah. you, a, a man's going to give you closure. Men are not going to give yeah, you Yeah, closure, sisters. Oh my gosh, closures. They're Can not, we talk about closure? Because men are not going to give you closure. Yeah, but we like They're to... not going to give you that consoling message saying, sister, it was really amazing, <laughs> but I just feel we're not compact. They're not going to give you these. Issa, don't seek those things. We like to, before we move on to the next one, we like to close one chapter before we speak to another person because it feels like otherwise we're being immoral so we no no that's fine i'm not saying you shouldn't as as women what i'm saying is if you are in communication with a man yeah and the man has in the first two three days of communicating has always been responsive mm. and he's you know etc suddenly mm. he's not responding for three four days and you're thinking oh my god like you know, is he even bothered? Like, is he that if he if he wants to end this, he should just tell me. Yeah. What I've, I'm advising the the sister or any sisters is stop expecting closure. Closure. You can close it yourself. You know they say if you have a book in front of you, you don't need a man to come and close the book. Just close it yourself and yeah. say, you know what, I've closed it. I'm gone. That's such Let's a good way it. of explaining it. I love that. Why do you need a man to come and give you this validation? <laughs> Let's close the book. He closed the book when he stopped responding. Yes, that is closure. That is closure. That is the closure yeah. he's going to give you. That's what I said. People need to have stop this expectation yeah. from Bollywood. Hollywood is teaching you a man will come and say, oh, <laughs> you know what? Well, it was amazing. And 
no, we don't live in Hollywood. We live in the world of realities. A man would not give you closure. Right. And it's, it's not Human a nice beings, feeling. It really isn't a nice feeling. Of course it's no. not. I've not ever said to you, and I know I'm yeah. laughing, smiling about it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not here for And by the way, girls do the same. There are girls out there as well who do the exact same thing. And the men feel I'm it I'm not as here well. to mock anybody. So I don't yeah. want anybody to feel that. What I'm saying is, I'm trying to sort of uplift yeah. anyone that's listening that, look, you don't need validation. No. You don't need closure from someone. Close it yourself. Yeah, 100%. I totally agree with you there. Be your own boss. Be you the captain of your be, ship. <laughs> you be the controller of your own happiness. Meaning yes. you be the one that says, you know what? I'm going to be happy regardless. Yeah. I don't need a man to come and close this book. When he did not respond to you, that's him giving you closure. That is. And we just don't, like, that's the thing. Us women, we're, we're just made differently, aren't we? And we just... Yeah. Of, yeah. Oh, yes, I know that. But that's why I said you have to adjust with things and say, do you know what? That man's not responding. Yeah. I've spoken to him or I've tried communicating. He clearly, you know, it, sometimes you have to learn the lesson. Do you know what? He clearly is not responding. He clearly has no respect for me. So why give him that, you know, the, the time of day? And also people do speak to multiple people. By the way, on these apps, they do speak to multiple girls at the same time. And girls do the same. 100%. And that's the thing. And I think it's, if you see it as, do you know what? That's just Allah's way of sh- t- telling you that he's not the right guy for you. There is someone Sisters, better. Anybody listening, if you think the brother you're communicating with is only talking to you, <laughs> 99% of you are living in, in, in cloud nine. Come away from cloud nine. Come to reality. You're not the only one he's speaking to. Mm. He's, he's multitasking <laughs> where possible. And who said men me can't you, multitask? No, they can multitask on certain things. The, you know how I said to you before, men will chase women. That's what they can multitask mm what they're interested in they have an interest in women. yeah so i'm not saying men are doing anything sleazy per se I'm, I'm, because i'm a man myself what i'm saying is initially when he wants to build an initial interest in a woman he may message or be in touch with uh, a, a number of women it could be two three etc now when he starts communicating with someone in a more deeper level yeah. or more often then of course men will start cutting off other and then look into one person. But what I'm saying is, if a woman receives one message saying, Assalamu alaikum, sister, your profile seems very good, the sister should stop assuming that she's the golden yeah. woman. And that's the only one that he's messaged. That is so true. But okay, yeah. what about if, what about, what would, should the sister do the same? Should she also speak to multiple guys? Cause... No, I'm not advocating right, that. Okay. Huh? You know, they say, <laughs> okay. you don't imitate uh, what they call certain behavior yeah. patterns that you, it's like now if I see someone swear yeah. I don't try to say well they swear so I better swear because I, I find that hard like I don't think I could do that well, I think it's better personally I think it's better that people communicate with yeah. one person because you can build then, a relationship you know how you can mention, um, you can because right, then it avoids you from comparing yeah that is so true m- 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 one of the sheikhs uh, on YouTube I think it was Mufti Meng I don't know mm. they mentioned this now you know, it's like you buying a mm. phone. If you go into a phone shop and look at every single phone, you're never going to be happy with the phone you choose. Mm. So if you go into this market of spouse searching and you look at every hundred profiles mm. and start matching everybody, you're, you're going to think you've got the worst deal when you actually got the best one. That is very true. So concentrate on one. And if the things don't go fruitful, then obviously move to the next. Okay. Now, if a man does that, it doesn't mean you imitate that behavior. Well, he's concentrating on five. I guess I'll do the same. Mm. Okay. Nope, I totally get that. Um, the next question is from a sister in Australia. What concerns do men have raising another man's child? And will they ever see them as their own? That's a hard one. Um, it de- again, I know because I, I want to go to the root of some of these things. It depends on the nature of the man, yeah, because I, there's no generic thing. It, you know, some men, um, they are completely comfortable on raising a stepchild, mm. which, which is basically what you're claiming to. Um, in terms of what concerns they have, they'll always feel threatened by another man, yeah, because a man always feels uncomfortable with another man in the picture. Yeah. It, it's just the way men are, you know, as I said to you, it's just the way men function. Mm are never comfortable with another man in the scene obviously if you for example have a child or children yeah they will always be their second in that race because yeah. they're gonna feel that's just how a man may feel he will feel that oh my god 
ultimately she shared children with this other yeah. guy. He was the first guy, as in she shared children with him, mm. etc. So it's it's like a threatening feeling. You can't actually get rid of that. I mean, you can show him support, love, and care, and reassurance, but that's that's his own demons. He needs to fight. Yeah, because he signed up to the package prior to marriage, so he should accept the package wholeheartedly. This is why it goes back to prevention is better than cure. Get with a man who fully appreciates his role as a stepfather. And ask questions around this when you meet them. When you meet a potential spouse, concentrate your meeting on this subject. That okay, I've got children or I've got a child. You know, what's your feeling towards like that? You know, continuously ask. Oh, you know, and then they obviously my child. He's seven years old or he's six years old. As he grows up, there might be times where, although I'm teaching him certain things, he may say things which are upset. Yeah. You know, he may. may lash out as a teenager he, you know there's issues around being him being a teen one day he may turn and say well you're not my dad who are you to tell me stuff give them scenario questions and see how the, the answer would be and also test them in their current life just because a man says yeah. something to you don't take his word for it see how he responds to current difficult situations if he tells you oh you know if my stepson said that I'm not his mm. dad I won't get too angry but then you can see in his own family he's got broken relationships with his siblings and how he's not forgiving if he's not forgiving to his own siblings yeah. why is he going to be to his stepchild yeah so these are key qualities to look out for isn't it yes it's about looking for these yeah. qualities but what you know to, to sort of answer what you said is you know the things they'll be worried about or scared about is this whole fear of um being sick yeah really so how can we do that all... as a woman to make them yeah. feel like because if you think about it your man is not in the same lane as your children your children are your children and they'll be number one to you in the children lane right and your husband will always yes. be number one to you in the husband lane you you can't com- they're not you can't compare th- those love are completely different love i mean how a woman can support her husband yeah. that obviously is raising stepchildren is giving him reassurances of the fact that he's doing a good job yeah. as best as he can because as i said he's never going to do the best job as the, the the potential father could. Yeah. I mean obviously I'm not saying all fathers are amazing no. but not all fathers are bad either. So it's one of you know he will never be able to uh, replace the father. Yeah. You know if the father is involved in the life because he, he can't replace the father. No. But he he can be the best step parent he can be and obviously praise him. Men like being praised and praise yes. him with what he likes. You know, don't praise him with words if he doesn't like because some men they appreciate things with words some men they like being told oh yeah that was really nice what you did you look really good today or x y and z other men they like to be fed give him a nice meal when he comes home yeah his, your appreci- men love to be appreciated they do don't they we just like us women oh, like man. to be appreciated a man needs it more man, yeah you know you know i say it in on i don't want to sort of use street slang a man likes to be gassed he likes to know that he's done something good so when he builds the wardrobe although it's not even done properly you make sure as women you tell him Do you know what that's an amazing job you did <laughs> i love that that's part of being yeah. manly you know he wants to be feel like as if everything he does is amazing yeah definitely and if he's not doing amazing things you don't need to tell him that you can no. sort of when he leaves the house you know dis- disassemble the uh, the wardrobe and get a professional come and yeah. assemble it again because otherwise he won't do it again if you put him you, down he's not going to do it You know they say you're hurt in his yeah. manhood you're hurt in the very nature of what he feels manly about that Do you know what yeah. so similar him raising your children with you tell him that you know what you're doing amazing and obviously be considerate where possible where be lenient you know have expectation that you know what it's going to be hard for him okay i like that. you know he's going to have to connect with your children yeah. he's always going to feel like he can't do that you know yeah. so when you see you know what you know show him how to do things yeah i love that That is such a When good point. When you raise children and he's not able to do it because he doesn't have children of his own, mm. him, you know, by imitation that look, this is how, etc. You don't need to educate him, but you know, you know, show him by leading the way. Do you think girls should, the sisters here who are looking for husbands, should look for husbands with a child already? Yes, I, 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 I went going back to, I don't know, like for like, one. yeah. I think compatibility is so important. I think if a, if a woman, person, and this is my personal view. Yeah, I agree with that, support, by the way, as well. Yeah. I think if if a per, if a person is a parent. Yeah. 
I think them getting with a parent will help. The reason why I say it, yes, there's difficulties. Yeah. Yes, there's more children in the picture. Mm. Yes, you know, we've got two families and two sets of children coming and they have, you know, they're going to have stepbrothers and sisters. But the whole safety net is the fact that you are getting with someone who's a parent already, mm. who understands your situation, yeah. who's going to be compassionate towards your circumstance who is going to have to do the same thing you're going to do meaning you're going to have to build a relationship with his children like he's going to have to do with yours so when he is or when he struggles you potentially may struggle with his children so you will help each other in this pathway yeah that is so i agree with you 100 percent. it works yeah i agree there's going to be other challenges yeah you know Culturally, people may say, oh, do you know what? It's more difficult because the more children there are, they, you know, they might not pay attention to certain children. They, they might favor their children over their stepchildren. Mm. But ultimately, you're going to have problems in any marriage. Yeah, that is so true. Whether you get with someone who's not got kids mm. or doesn't have kids, there can always be barriers because marriage or any relationship has barriers or hurdles you need to overcome. But personally, I would rather climb a hurdle with someone in the same shoe as me mm. than someone who hasn't yeah the same shoe. I 100% agree with you there let's gonna we're gonna go into our final question now um okay what are the qualities that a man looks for in a woman this is from a sister from a UK uh, um what do men look for in a woman yeah what are Obviously, the qualities uh, men are again I, I don't want to paint the image that all men are the same no of course sisters men are not the same no. you know all, all men are different I'm different from my neighbour who's sitting not next <laughs> to me but a doorway so you're probably even different, different to your brother but yeah uh, exactly, exactly but you know in general mm. in general yeah this is a generic yes the first thing a man looks for is through his eyes okay so what he sees he's not looking at your personality sisters unfortunately the first thing that sparks his interest is what he sees with his eyes, meaning your photo. Yeah. I'm going to be quite frank. This is the first thing he's seeking. The brother who's messaging you on these apps or through these CVs, I'm telling you the first interest he has, he might not tell you this. He's telling this to his other brother or another friend of his that I've got a potential interest from a sister. I've got a CV. I'm telling you these are the conversation brothers have. I've been in these environments. I've been in religious environments as well. People who, as I said, are observant in their being, their first thing they have in their mind is, so have you seen the photo? And it's valid, of so, course. Girls would it's say, valid. It's a yeah. It's a in the sense, yeah. this is what we're told to do, that go and see the photo, yeah. go and see the sister. So this is why I advise people should meet one another mm. because you're being practical here. You can't marry someone who you don't know what they look like. Because there's no, you know, they say it, it, it's not a friendship, it's a marriage. It's a marriage. It's a spouse relationship. Yeah. And I'm sure it's important for women to get with a man that they they, 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 they are happy with in terms of emotionally can connect with, but also someone that they look at and think, yeah, he's my husband. Mm. At the end of the day, you spend the rest of your life, everything outside of your marriage is haram for you. Yeah. This is the only thing that's halal to you. So you want to get the best product into your household. I'm not saying the person is your product, but as in mm. you want to get the best choice in your household. So therefore, the first thing men look at, sisters, is what you look like. Because you said, you asked me the question, what do men yeah, look like? Yeah, that's valid. Yeah. So that's one of the things. The second, yeah. Okay, so that's what they look at. And like I said, every man's interest yeah. in terms of what he, his eyes look for, for is different. Some men want, you know, taller women and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. I, I can't say what men, but what that's what they look at yep. in terms of the, the, the beauty of a woman. Beauty, yeah. Okay? In terms of what qualities they look for, this is what men tend to look for in terms of settling down system. Mm. If a man wants to settle down with a woman, as in he wants a spousal relationship, and what qualities he looks for in terms of what attracts him towards a woman, one of the first things in terms of your pers personalities that draws a man to a woman is her obedience to him. Now, I'm not saying you have to be his slave. I don't want anybody listening to this podcast of me advocating slavery here. When I say obedience, I talk about obedience in the sense how quick you are to keep him happy as a spouse. Meaning, when he says something, it's not about him having to order you, 
because that's not how marriage works. But obedience, when I mean obedience, I'm talking about things like, oh yeah, you know, I'm tired, you know, get me X, Y, and Z. And you read any books on marriage, one of the best qualities a wife can have towards her husband is obedience. When Islam talks about obedience, it's talking about both ways, by the way. Mm. But it concentrates, most books concentrate on the concept of women being obedient to their husband. And the, Allah in the Quran talks about this. Yeah. That the righteous women are obedient to their husbands. Mm. So this is a quality women, um, men look for. Mm-hmm. The other thing is the quality of being homemakers. Looking after the home. Okay. Brothers settle for stuff like that. You know, they see that as long term, yeah. you know, homemakers, someone that can look after the home, you know, the minister of home affairs. Yeah. So that's what they look for. And obviously, things like I said, uh, softness works. Someone who's soft, because the brother will have children with you. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're thinking. So he'll want a mother figure who's soft. So someone that reflects his mother. You know that how motherly figure. Yeah. You know, she's going to care because. A, a, a man wants a woman who's got that motherly nature to her. Mm-hmm. So someone who's obviously motherly because he potentially will share children with you. Yeah. Someone who's not clingy. Yes, you need to elaborate. Let's underline that one. <laughs> so I just want to elaborate on this concept. Yes. When I say men, because this is what detracts. A yeah. Man. So can, what, what detracts a man? Because obviously, if I say something like clinginess detracts a man, it means. A woman who's independent with herself, meaning who's self-sufficient in the sense she doesn't need her mm. An attractive quality. Yeah. If I want to get with a woman, the woman, for example, is not needy for me. Yeah. It's an attractive quality. You know, she's not on my phone 24-7 calling me, where are yeah. you? Are you coming home? Men don't like stuff no. like that. Other things is, is a woman who appreciates that a man needs his own time. So, for example, he's going to need time with his friends. Yeah. Some, you know how women might like certain times with, I don't know, as I said, you know, doing things mm. they enjoy, be it watching TV program. Men like to be away from their home. It's not because they hate your house. Mm. It's because that's how men have been for the last thousands of years. They've always been away from the home. Look at how society has functioned for thousands of years. Men have never been at home all the time. You cannot give me any example of men in the past who have been homebound. They used to come and spend time at home, but they were not homebound. They were people who used to go hunting, mm. people who used to be out in nature. So similarly, men now, they want to be outside. They want to be out with their friends here and there. So men do not like a woman who always wants him home. And as I mentioned before in, I think, session one, if you don't give him a reason to come home, yeah, what does he want to come home for? You need to create the environment where he wants to come home. Yeah, I, like, I agree with that. You need to create that fun environment. Yeah. Like, you know what? Husband comes home. We're going to do these, you know, things. We're going to, I don't know, we're going to watch something or etc. Yeah. But if it's this concept of he comes home, it's from work, it's eight o'clock or six o'clock. And, you know, and th- this is what happens in marriages. Right? Yeah. The guy comes home, six o'clock. He walks in. His wife's cooking. Yeah. She's wearing that messy, you know, that, <laughs> that, that, I told you, that cooking dress. And then what tends to happen is she feeds the kids. The kids go sleep at 8 o'clock. Yeah. She then puts on EastEnders yeah. from 8 to 8.30. Yeah. She then watches a few more soap programs that she has to catch up, Hollyoaks and all these sort of things. And then it goes all the way till 10 o'clock. And then it's like bedtime. And it's like, oh, oh, oh I guess we're going to bed. It's become this boring, routine marriage. Yeah. And this is why marriages are dissolving. Mm. Becoming... What should have happened was... He comes home and the TV should not even be present or on. Mm. I've been waiting for him all day. I'm gonna, you know, they say spontaneous. I'm gonna do something. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go out, do something he likes. Like I know some men don't like going out after mm. all day at work. But every man is different. But you will know your husband. You know, do something he likes. You know, go out somewhere with him. Be spontaneous. Dress up for him. Make, you know, they say put some fire in the relationship. Mm. Like you would have done when two people date. Yeah. Go and ask people who date. They dress in their best clothes. Mm-hmm. They go to the best places. You look at any relationship out of wedlock. For example, let's say you get two individuals, a man and woman, mm-hmm. they're not in wedlock. So you get your neighbors who let's say are non-Muslim, they're not in wedlock and they're dating. 
every time they meet one another, they're in their best clothes. Yeah. They go to the best restaurant. That's how it should be every day in a Muslim household. It's so true. If people have that mentality, then the marriage will be more fruitful. And if you feel as women mm-hmm. that your husband doesn't have that mentality, you create that mentality and hopefully the man will imitate. That is so true. You've got to set the standards. Yes. Set the standards. Make your home a sanctuary. Like, make it a sanctuary for him to come home to. Take, basically, chuck away that curry dress <laughs> in the kitchen and stop wearing these things. Because I know I joke around and I say, I'm trying to make things light. These are the sort of things that really put off men. Men are not going to tell you about this. But like I said, no. these are things men discuss with their friends. Yeah. And I'm talking about it now in this podcast. Mm. But it's because I've had countless, countless, you know, discussions where men are sitting in circles, in parks, in cars, mm. and they laugh about stuff like this. They're like, man, she wears the crustiest clothes. And, you know, this is what men talk about. They find it abhorrent. Like they find it like oh, it's such a put off, as they say. And I'm sure there are things that women talk mm. about. Like, oh, this is a put off. Husbands are doing X, Y, and Z. So don't do anything that's going to put your husband off. No, that is so true. If you want to save your marriages and relationships, don't you participate in it. You know, they say, but do, don't you participate in it dissolving. You do what you can and then hope, inshallah, your spouse does his part. That's amazing. No, that is so valid. Do you know what, sisters? That's all the questions. I've got tips that I'm going to go on to, but I'm going to do that on the next podcast. Um, But let's wrap this one up. Um, Thank you so much, Isa. That was so valuable. And um, I know that a lot of the sisters are going to get so much value from that. And um, inshallah that you've, those who have listened in today, inshallah that they've had some value. On the next one, we're going to be talking about free tips. I'm going to give free tips and Isa, you're going to give free tips, if that's okay. And um, just on about the whole dating, not dating, looking for a husband on the app. Um, so, yeah, as alaikum, sisters, and as alaikum, Isa, and thank you again. Allah.